It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next bit of brilliance with Joel and Jeremy. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Killer Bees. He's, 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 he's blank. I'm Branham. Joe George behind the glass. He's a Pac-Man Joel on Twitter. I'm a Jeremy Branham. He's at Joe George Radio. Uh, Lamont says, um, has anyone ever mentioned that Easterby drafted Grenard? That was the pick that O'Brien and Easterby argued about on draft day. It's come up. It's come up. I see it more on Twitter, though, because they post that Jack. Uh, they, they post the O'Brien picture of yelling when at the screen. Yeah. He's like, that's your pick, Jack. Uh, it comes up. Yeah, that, that Easterby guy, he knows football, huh, Lamont? Um, Ocho says, I predicted 10 wins based on a healthy offense carrying the team, but these injuries have killed my hopes. All right. So Joe put a poll up earlier in which he asked our listening audience, I guess not our listening audience, he asked our social media audience what they expect of the Texans, where it's going to end up, win the division, make the wild card, miss the playoffs. Before we get to the results, what do you think? What it would be your answer to this blank? Win the division, make the wild card, miss the playoffs altogether. Miss the playoffs altogether. Okay, why? And, and the reason why is because... Blank. No, I mean, if they want to come at me, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm a realist, and I'm a realist when looking at the fact that you're out your two best players right now. You're not getting one of them back. The other one, you don't know when you're getting him back. And then somewhere between 3 and 10, you're going to miss one of your other best players for at least a week or two, and there's only a month left in the season. And so when you couple that with how – Bobby Slowick didn't do what a lot of people, including myself, expected him to do in losing those type players and kind of adjust on the fly, do things a little differently to kind of make sure that you still could be effective. Um, it, it's it's a, it's concerning to me. And when we looked at the schedule, there were as recently as the last last week when we were breaking it up into three game sets. I expected wins but I expected those wins because of who I thought was going to be on the field for the Texans. And because they're not going to be on the field and because so many teams are bunched up, now you can't afford the slip-ups. And I just I, I just don't feel confident in this team finishing strong without those players. Buzzkill blankers Sorry. over here. You just hear this, Joe? Buzzkill blankers going on over here. Win AFC South, make the wild card, miss the playoffs. 713-780-ESPN. Where do you stand on this? 713-780-3776. I'm also off the uh, playoffs. Wet blank Branham, too. I, I'm off the playoffs. I, the injuries. Wet blank? Wet Branham? blanket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, leave well, it you to you to hear you your join, name in you that. You can't join the family that quickly. The, um, that would be weird. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go miss playoffs here, too. The injuries are a problem. Like yeah. You don't know how long C.J. Stroud's going to be out. Hopefully, it's only one game. I've seen some people talking about, well, you, you know, this, guy's, this guy got a concussion. He played that week. This guy got a concussion. He played that week. I wouldn't be that cavalier about C.J. Stroud's, uh, Stroud's dome. So that, that concerns me. Like I don't like this game coming up. I think this week is critical. The Who knows how long Nico's going to be out? Dalton Schultz has missed two games. How much longer is he going to miss? And you can't use the IR thing as a barometer, too. Like some people use early in the season, well, they didn't place him on the IR. That's a good indicator that he's not going to miss four games. You can't do that anymore because the Texans don't have any more injury reserves you can pull back. You, they're eight. You have eight for the season. The Texans are going to use their eighth on Kaimi Fairbairn. So you can't use the, well, they didn't IR him. They're not going to miss four games. The, the Texans don't have that luxury. So I don't know how long Schultz is going to be hurt. I don't know how long Nico Collins is going to be hurt. I do know that Tank Dell's already out for the season. And if I have to line up Robert Woods,
Edwards, Noah Brown, and Brevin Jordan as the best pass targets for for Davis Mills. That's last year's offense. Do I think Slowick's better than than Pep Hamilton? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I think he's so much better than Pep Hamilton that he's going to win games with that offense? No, I don't. Uh, The the defense, to me, likes talent in the linebacker room. They're missing their best linebacker for at least one game, maybe two. They tell you one to two weeks. Maybe it turns into three. The injuries have mounted on a team that hasn't had a terrific amount of depth this year because it's year one of of, D'Amico. It's year one of C.J. Stroud. Uh, So to me, the injuries, the lack of depth, uh, I think that it all falls just a little bit short. And the other thing to add to all that is the fact that of all the guys and all the injuries, the one guy that they're not going to continue to try and push out there or say that less than 100% that you're still going to throw him out there and take your chances and put all your chips in the middle and go for the playoffs this season is Stroud. And Stroud is your franchise. And and you can't afford to have anything go wrong with your franchise for the foreseeable future or have another injury stack up or hurt you. So they're not going to push him back out there. I'm sure he's going to want to play at a certain point. I'm sure he's going to want to play sooner than maybe that he probably should or could. But I think that's the one guy you're not going to take chances with. Now, the protocol is the protocol. But I'm just saying, even, even if the protocol says he's cleared, they may say, hey, look, we're not going to push you out there too soon. I would There's hope. too much to lose. Exactly. I would hope. So because of that, too, factoring in, if it's a guy that's on a one-year deal and you got a chance to get Schultz back out there and, and Cashman and other guys, yeah, man, let's go. Let's get him back out there as soon as we can. You don't take chances with a kid that plays quarterback that's your franchise. You know how football coaches can be short-sighted, though? And I think this Texans coaching staff has shown they can be short-sighted. I think they were they showed that with Tank Dell. I think they showed it in the last game by having the starting well, offensive the line. I hope so. I hope. I don't know that they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. And it, I, look, I think we saw it last week, too, though. Like, the left tackle almost slipped. The left tackle for the Houston Texans played until the very final snap. Same initials. The, yes, it is. 78 was on the football field on the final drive when there was a minute left to play and you were down by 24 points. I'm sorry. Some people aren't going to like me saying that. That's reckless. It is. On a bad field, but- on sloppy conditions, that is reckless. But as much as they maybe were short-sighted on a lot of those guys, they already know that this is a different level. This is a different tier when you're talking about Stroud versus anybody else on the roster. And so as much as they might have been short-sighted and reckless with those guys, there's no way in hell anybody in that building, and even Cal can figure it out, that they're going to screw around and put CJ out there and put him in harm's way again if there's even a chance. Yeah, I... I... I don't think you're right. I, I hope that you're right. I don't think so. Like, they're sitting there talking about players, and rightfully so. Like, I can understand them wanting to make the playoffs. It's their livelihood. It's their profession. It's their job. They're competitors. They want to win. I think if these independent doctors have them pass every single stage of the concussion protocol, I don't think they would hesitate to put them back on the field at all. At I, all. I hope you're I really wrong. don't. I hope you're wrong because I think I that hope they've, I'm wrong got, too. they've got to be – they can't be short-sighted in thinking, okay, but as much as he's cleared to play now – we all know that once you've had a concussion or two, that it's easier to get another one, and then there's chances, more chance for long-term ramifications. I think that someone's got to be the, the 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 strong voice in the room and say, "Yeah, nope, not doing it." I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I just I feel like football guy, tough. We're gonna play guys all the time. It's football. Let's use our little itty bitty receiver to block in the box. Oh, it's football. Don't pull your starting left tackle when you're down twenty four with fifty six seconds left to play. Rawr. The problem is, that if CJ wants to play, he's gonna play. 
I, I don't really know how you stop him. From well, applying. the independent doctors have to clear you. Well, like no, that's, that's first that's, and foremost no, concussion I mean. protocol. Like, you have to go through all five yes, phases. I'm assuming that. So you you pass the concussion protocol. An independent doctor says you're good to go. C.J. Stroud says I'm playing football this weekend. Like, how, how are you not going to play? I think they will. Now, I don't think he's going to clear it. That's my like total total guess because who For knows sure. how a guy's head's going to operate. I don't think he's going to clear it in time. Uh, so I don't think they're ever going to have to decide. I so tend you, to agree with you, though, that if, it, if he somehow does clear it before Sunday, I, I agree. I think he would play football. Do you, you think that you're already to a point now where it's like the Jordan rules? Like, if CJ says he's playing, even if you don't want to, you want to keep him out of, keep him from harming himself, keep him out of his own way, so to speak, that you think that they're just going to bow down and say, CJ wants to play? We don't think he should play, but we're going to play him. I, I mean, I, I, like, legally, they have to, they can't just not play him. Like, Oh, I, I mean, they can hold him out to can. be preventative of a, of a concussion. They're, but not they're if he's not cleared. Going, there is zero chance that they would get in trouble for not playing CJ Stroud. You don't think CJ Stroud in the union would have a huge problem nope, with that? Because no, because as long as one doctor says what I just said previous, which was because you've already had multiples. But he that, hasn't had yes, multiples. He's, yes, yes yeah, he, he has. And he hasn't. He's well, not. he kind of did. But he, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Joe's right okay. here. That, I don't disagree with I, you. I don't disagree with you either. Medically, he has not had two concussions this year. Okay, then medically, he's not. it a different way. He's already had <laughs> one, and the chances of him getting when he get get another one are a, a lot more probable. And if he does, that then you start talking about more long-term ramifications. They can get a doctor that says enough that says, don't, we don't feel comfortable don't putting him back out. It doesn't even matter. Like, that can. doesn't even come into play. To me, it's player safety and it's ahead. Like, if, if all it would require is for the Houston Texans to say, we're worried about our quarterback's head, and there is zero chance you can fight that. You can't fight that we're worried about our quarterback's brain. There is zero chance that anybody currently on earth in 2023 is going to push back at player safety about a guy's brain. That is not going to happen. If, zero if a, chance. If a union. If an independent doctor says he's cleared to play, uh-huh. he's going to be able to play. But he we wouldn't get in trouble from the NFLPA. The NFLPA is not, not? going to be – because the team's going to say we're worried about our quarterback's brain and we're going to be pre- we're going to be proactive about protecting our guy and we're worried about player safety. We're worried about health. We're worried about mental health. We're worried about the guy's brain. We're worried about his dome in a very violent sport. We Look how many – there's been a movie about concussions. I understand, there's been we CTE. had this There's been class action lawsuits. If the team says we're worried about his brain, the NFLPA would have zero chance of pushing back at that. I, I just, I, I don't agree because to me, I know it's a brain. I get it. But we had this conversation with Kyler Murray that if the Arizona Cardinals wanted to tank, they couldn't stop Kyler Murray from playing because if he's cleared by doctors, he has a union behind him. I don't think an ACL and a brain are the same. I think he's right. I, I just if a player wants to play, I don't know how you're going to keep him off the field. Uh, I mean, I gave you my answer. So I mean, we agree to disagree on this one because uh, the team would say brain, but even in- brain. But the doctor says cleared. Yeah, that's what's hard. Like I, I get it because when, like, was was, when was Tua cleared last year? Well, he was cleared right away, and then he got another one. No, well, when no, he, no, 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 no. That's that not true. One? He was not cleared until the offseason because he was not even cleared to play in the he, Pro Bowl. He got the first one. Right. And he yeah. shouldn't have even gone back out there. But then they cleared him to play the following week, and he went out there and then got scrambled again, didn't he? Yeah, and then he was not cleared until okay, the offseason. But I'm saying, but he's cleared once, they cleared once. Right. And then it, yeah. then it was they didn't know when he was going to get cleared. So you are, you have that. that's your past precedence of going, there's long-term ramifications. There's a chance. And also, even on the Kyler thing, he could be healthy, but we all know you got to get into game shape. And also, it's a coaching staff staff's decision to say we don't think he's there yet. 
So therefore, he could be on the active roster. Yeah, but like Tua wasn't cleared by the independent. No, but I'm doctor. saying to your Kyler Murray example. No, I know, but like I, it's you don't see players get cleared and then just sit out. It's just I'm I, sure I, there I, is. Like I, I can't think of one. Yeah, I can't think of one. But I imagine that there's had to have been in some time in the last couple of years. It has to have been a quarterback and CTE is a big deal where a guy is cleared. The concussion protocol and the team in the best interest of the player is like, let's give you one more week. The what only- about the Justin Jefferson situation where the fact that he could get cleared from the standpoint that the hamstrings he is cleared to play, but if he doesn't feel 100% or they don't feel like he's 100%, they're not risking him going out there, and so he sat out after he was but, cleared. But you said he doesn't feel that way. Well, it was both. And what I I'm think the saying, Vikings, because he's their franchise. I know, but what I'm saying is if CJ says he wants to play, he's going to play. It's different. Like I, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. That C.J. Stroud, if he's not a hundred percent, should not be on the field. But like this macho man, tough guy, football smash things as the way it goes. But, if he's cleared and he wants to play, he's gonna be on. That's the why field. I asked you the question though, because are we already to the point where you're going to succumb to your superstar? And if he says he's going to play and you don't think it's in his best interest, you're just going to roll over and let him because he's C.J. Stroud and he's your franchise quarterback. Or are you going to keep him out of his own way and say, you know what, man, we know you want to play and we love it. But we're not going to do that in this situation. But, like, are you going to wait? What about next year? What about the year after that? What about when you're a game away from the Super Bowl? What about when you're in a game away from the AFC Championship game? You are in the playoff hunt. If you set this precedent now, is it a bad precedent? 713-780-ESPN. Got some textures that went in on this. Uh, I think I found a few examples of this conversation as well. Uh, also, let's 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 circle back to the, the poll question that we had for all of you as well. We'll take a look at the results on the other side as well. Uh, win the division, make the wild card, miss the playoffs. What do you think the Texans will do when the season is done? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Time to get back to sports school with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5. All right, Joe, the text line's not being very kind to you. He's Blank, I'm Branham. 5605, never mind Bad Take Boulevard. Joe needs to be on Bad Take Highway. NFL teams can bench any player they choose. Uh, one seven one one teams rest players all the time. The last couple of weeks of the season, there there is a couple. I did a quick Google thing. We're using week seventeen in this argument. That's awesome. Well, the texter did not. Yeah, me. super intelligent texter. Uh, here's a couple of examples I did pull. I just hit the internet machine and went to that Google thing and Googled. You know, past concussion protocol will not play. A couple of instances popped up. This was in 2022. Rams' Matthew Stafford clears concussion protocol, but Sean McVay says quarterback still won't play in Week 13. And then this one with Russell Wilson, and also 2012, two weeks later, it says Russell Wilson passes NFL concussion protocol, will not play versus Cardinals. So I don't think that the quarterback has a say here. I don't think the NFLPA – if the NFLPA tried to get on the NFL for oh, – a horrible uh, Like for the, for the team – Sitting the quarterback because of a head contusion, I think they would be canceled into more, eternity. Yeah, since it's been such a point of contention with the league. Those are both last year, you said? Correct. My only argument. No, Wilson, Wilson was 2012, right? 2022. They were both 2022. Well, I thought you said 2012. Uh, he was the second time. Uh, my only argument is that it is a different conversation with those teams than it is this team. The Broncos and the Rams went 5-12. and 12. Yeah, they, they were out of the playoff in December. Like, they're not good football teams they are they were not going to make the playoffs so i get why in that situation you sit your quarterback because there, you're out of it there is two there's two different instances that i know of this year and i know it because of stoots 
HOUfootball.com. He he said that David Carr, not David Carr, David, Derek Carr did it this year where he got concussed, played the next week, and then it also happened with Brock Purdy. So there's been two different instances this year. I'm going to go watch. You know, I'm going to type that in my notes here. Go watch Carr and Purdy concussions. I want to see how they stack up. To Like how they play? To Stroud. No, no, no. Well, that's another good one. How did they play? But I want to see the actual hit that they got concussed on and compare oh. it to Stroud. Not that it, like, I don't know if that matters. Like, there's one guy taking a glancing blow that leads to a concussion versus Stroud hammering his head on the MetLife hard, wet turf. Does that have a factor in the degree of concussion? Well, I don't know that it does, but I just want to take a look. I don't see everybody's different, right? It's just like, do you have do you have a square jaw, right? Can you take a punch or can't you? I think that when you you look at it, and you say some of the most minuscule-looking head contact. Right. It's like sweet spot. Yeah, turn into two or three or multiple weeks or some of the most devastating concussions. So you, everybody's different, so I don't think it does. But I will say where it does is no matter how tough your skull is, when you see how hard his head in a helmet hit the turf, that's got to scramble some stuff. That's, that's got to leave you with some remnants of a concussion. Yeah, I mean, it's a brain bruise. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, a, it's I don't know. I'm not a freaking doctor. But you just see the impact. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Brutal. It's not like when a guy is coming across the middle and he's falling to the ground and you see a knee sideswipe the side of a helmet and go, I didn't really catch him that bad. And then all of a sudden he wobbles when he gets up. Yeah, I mean, the wobble was kind of interesting. Um, 1715, letting C.J. Stroud play on Sunday is equivalent to letting Tank Dell block. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> People hated the fact that I kept bringing that up. I'm not going to bring it up anymore. I said I wasn't going to bring it up anymore. Uh, 3581, why would the NFLPA fight a team holding him back? They most likely would advocate for player safety. Joe, you got a response to that? They do advocate for player safety. They make sure that players don't go out there when they're not supposed to be. That's why team doctors have no say in this at all. They're independent team doctors for a reason. Mm-hmm. The reverse of this. You don't want C.J. Stroud. That's what the independent team doctor is for. Neutral party. It's because what I'm saying happened too much where players were still concussed and they were going out there and ruining their lives. But now you bring in a third party that says when they're cleared or not. It yeah. is totally different. Like That's why I, I would be shocked if he's cleared. By like Friday and doesn't play. I, I don't disagree with that part of it. Like I also think football meathead rar yeah. that they would allow him to play. We need to win. It's a huge game. I, I don't disagree with that part of it. But I disagree with the part where the NFLPA would step in and not allow a team to not let the player play. That's where I. But disagree. I also think that when you look at whatever the medical the definition of a concussion, and then it says the impact if you have another one within this amount of time is something the team could always lead go lean on and go hey look this is our friend this is our long-term quarterback this well, so is Tua, so is Brock Purdy but it, it every organization is different about how they feel about it Tua was still kind of up in the air at the time Purdy you know didn't look like he was going to be your franchise because it was this year it was like it was like a month ago they know they need him, but it's not like at the same level of a of a guy with the impact that CJ can have from like they have weapons all over Purdy. It is CJ's show. So if you're an organization that says, "Hey, we care so much about this guy because he's such a big integral part of anything we do going forward," and we know that it says if you get multiple concussions in the same year, your chances of getting them are more frequent. Your chances of doing more damage are more are intensified. And for the, those reasons and more, we're not taking a risk with our guy. Yeah. 
Um, I I wouldn't play him. I don't know if the t- I, I tend to agree with Joe's point about this though, uh, where if he is cleared, I think they would allow him to play. Three five eight one. Pretty obvious to me that this concussion happened because of the sub concussive injury last week. You put it, I know that you're putting stock into this. Yeah. Uh, was never diagnosed with a concussion. Now, well, because the one last week to me didn't look to be nearly hard, hard, nearly as impactful as the one this week. I mean, concussion's a concussion. It's right, like but that's what I'm saying. But everybody's different. And now you got your cage rattled one way or another and had to go to the blue tent because of it, whether it was a ruled a concussion or not. And now the following week, you get your dome just absolutely annihilated against the turf. It, there has to be a, a, a residual from the first one. Yeah. It but, wasn't a concussion, though. And he didn't like walk Still off a head the, injury. He was yeah, told I mean, to come off the field. A little bump on the head is not a concussion. Not 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 saying that's what happened with Stroud. But if I walk into that fake brick wall and I you know accidentally bump my head and I got a little what do they call it hemoglobins that's yeah. like Hasim Rahman off of my forehead that doesn't mean I have a concussion. Like a concussion is a contusion of the brain. So it is different than bumping but your head. He staggered. He wobbled. No, I don't. Again, like if you ask me, true serum, do I think that he was concussed in the Broncos game? I would. I would tend to think that he was. Yeah, you got it. He got his bell rung, whether like, it was a full bona fide concussion or not. If you go back and you listen to Stroud in that post game presser too, they're like, "Hey, what did you feel?" He's like, "It's football, man. Got to play." Like he he's he's a tough dude that's going to be out there, which. I, I like about him because I don't want him to be soft that he's coming off the football field at, like when he cuts his finger. But you kind of have to protect a player from the player in those instances. It's kind of similar to the Tank Dell. Much different injuries, but similar to the, the Tank Dell thing. Like, yeah, Tank Dell is a tough son of a gun, and he wants to go lay the, you know, the scunion on somebody. At the same time, you have to be honest with who he is. That's why the whole Bobby Slowick, he's Nico Collins. No, he's not. He's not Nico Collins. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Here's where were you at on the uh, the poll question though? We we got sidetracked, which is fine. We have a little concussion at times. Uh, I think you, they still make it. You think they still make it? So here's what the uh, the polls were on the ESPN ninety seven five. Uh, the recount here: four and a half percent thinks the Texans win the AFC South. Thirty seven percent think that the Texans make the the wild card, and fifty eight and a half percent are like blankers and I wet blankets. The Texans missed the playoffs altogether. So yeah, I hate being that guy, but I'm, I think you kind of like it. I'm an honest guy. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I mean, I'm honest, and the injuries matter. The situation matters with a month to play, and the fact that what you have to play that position, if it's not C.J. Stroud, and all oh, by the way, and your second best player ain't playing either, and one of your bet, your, and your next best wide receiver probably ain't playing either. That's a problem. Yeah, I'm not a. Uh, I don't love the injuries. I, I would feel much if Stroud was healthy. Oh, I would a say wild conversation. Card. It's a totally it, absolutely. I, I would say wild card. But this is the difference to me is the injury seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. We can keep talking about this a bit, but we'll also transition into the who is the second best rookie quarterback in the NFL. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. Guys, I, I know that Christmas is coming faster than you want to even think about, and you haven't probably started your Christmas shopping yet. But if you have a significant other that you need to get something special for, and you haven't started yet. I can handle it for you so that you don't have to go and brave the malls and the parking lots and the lines and all of the extra that comes with Christmas shopping. You just go to pajamagram.com. Pajamagram.com's famous naturally nude pajamas are going to make you a holiday hero, and it's a gift that just keeps on giving. It's so good they sell out every year, but this time you get an extra added bonus that makes it even more enticing for you, though it's going to be more enticing for you and her, and it's a gift that keeps on giving all season long and maybe longer than that, 
it's a two-for-one deal, and that's what you really like because you love getting a deal. You love winning during any time, but you love winning during the holiday season. How do you win? Well, you go right now to pajamagram.com, and you get her some naturally nude pajamas. They are like a second skin. They're soft. They're supple. They're unbelievably comfortable to wear. She's going to love them. And on top of that, when you get those, you're going to get a naturally nude nightgown thrown in on top of it, a $75 value. Now it's a two-for-one deal. Now she's going to love everything that you got her. She's going to wear them for you, and you are going to love the holiday season even more. It's absolutely fantastic. But they always run out and sell out, so you got to act now because they'll even do gift wrap and packaging and send it out in time for the holidays so you don't have to do anything involving going to the mall. Check it out, and why not win this holiday season and every holiday season? Pajamagram.com, naturally nude pajamas, get the two-for-one deal, and you are going to be a hero in your house. Welcome back, Houston. These guys missed you over the last break. It's the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. He's blank. I am Branham. We're talking about Stroud, his head. Do you want him to play? Who's the second best rookie quarterback in the NFL? Uh, one five four nine. I think you sit him. He's too valuable. Texans have a chance to beat the Titans with Mills. Let's assume that he is cleared late in the week. Do you want him to play? I don't. I'm with you. He's been sacked 16 times in the last four weeks. The offensive line can't protect a four-man rush with five. He's been concussed. He looked like he has been concussed. I don't want to have a rookie quarterback all of a sudden tainted with a head injury going into the offseason. Could you imagine if he had another one of these things, and now you go to the offseason kind of like how Tua went into his offseason? I don't want him to play Sunday, even if he's cleared Friday. Troy Aikman, talk about guys that were great quarterbacks that had to have their careers cut short or struggled the rest of their career because they were more susceptible to getting a concussion because of how many they sustained early in their career in a, in a short period of time. And there's all the, all the documentation that you need to go, if there's even a chance, you can't afford to take that chance with that kid in this situation. Joe, where are you at on this? I also don't want him to play. Like I felt like I'm advoc- I was being like I was advocating for him to play. No, I don't, I don't. think that, I don't think that you. Yeah, were. I don't want him to play. I also think Troy Aikman and Steve Young, to be honest, are terrible examples. They play for twelve and fifteen years, but uh, so they're I, horrible examples. Yeah, they, I mean Steve Young played for fifteen years in the NFL. Right, but he missed significant time over and over again because they kept happening. Yeah, but he, say, he retired he, early. He sure did. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but he was old. But I mean, still. I mean, he played from 1984 to 1999. Yeah. I mean, BMAC won that right. argument. Uh, we yeah, won. He, he got me good. I concede. Uh, I actually imagine me. BMAC's in his car on his way here, he like throwing me. something. If I didn't bring that up, <laughs> I'll concede that. Um, that BMAC. That was a dub for BMAC. I, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I, I don't want him to play, and I agree with Texter. They can beat Tennessee with Davis Mills. They can. Will they? I don't know. Three and a half point they? dogs. Yes. I think the spread tells you what the if Dave Stroud's playing or not. Yeah, it was one and a half yesterday. It's up to what you said. Three, three and, and a half. half. Like, and if you had, if Vegas felt that there was a chance of him playing, it just wouldn't be on the board. Like, it wouldn't that's, be. That's it for would, sure. The fact that it's, and I think the Texans actually even might have opened up as favorites, like because the lines come out before games are played on Sunday. I think the Texans might have opened up as a one point favorite, or it was a one point dog, something like that. And now it's three and a half for Tennessee. 
the fact that it's on the board, I think Vegas has given us our answer that C.J. Stroud's not playing football on Sunday. They also, the Texans, did work out a quarterback today. They worked out Jack Cohn, the former Notre Dame Mm. Wisconsin quarterback. Mm. They did not sign him per Aaron Wilson, but they at least had a quarterback in the building today. Thank yeah. God they didn't, Joe, because you and I have both had ex- experience with. Yeah, I, I'd rather Daria Gumba Wale play quarterback. Yeah. They the should Texans. sign Joe Flacco. They really could. Should sign Joe Flacco. You know, uh, Cunningham went from the Patriots to the Ravens today. The oh, Ravens really? Added, yeah, the other Ravens added Cunningham to their active roster today. He's no longer a Patriot. That's Patriot games. Two. What? <laughs> That's what Belichick would do. Not a good joke. Not a good okay. joke. Well, then why don't you rave in the Ravens and, and go? Oh, he got worse. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Great blinkers joke. Um, who's the least toughest quarterback in the NFL? Zero four nine two. Ask. Um, I would have said Zach Wilson, and if these reports are true, but then Zach Wilson in the rain uh, threw for over three hundred yards against the Texans. Can't say Browning. He played great. Browning's tough. You know who is a soft quarterback? That's a great question. I don't. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. There's a soft quarterback. Deshaun? No, well, there's the soft quarterback. Deshaun, cor- I don't yeah. know. I can't say Deshaun, man. He played with a ruptured Can he lung. pick it? Eh? Maybe? I mean, Deshaun was cleared this year and did not play in football games. Yeah, but he also played with a ruptured lung. Like, I think there was before something. Before he was a pervert. I think his shoulder was, like, legit jacked up before all that happened. I think so, too. I think I, we got it wrong when we talked about it. I can't. It. I can't, like, a guy took the bus to Jacksonville and played with a ruptured lung. Like, I can't say that guy was soft. That was before a guy got a massive contract true. that says that I'm making a business decision. Yeah. Maybe Mac Jones softy? Is Mac Jones soft? He's mentally soft. So, maybe maybe yes. he's mentally soft, but he also hasn't been treated. Oh, Trevor Lawrence is soft. Oh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence's reaction to a little itty-bitty ankle sprain oh, that didn't cost him to miss a game. And- yeah. That guy's soft. Uh, Russ, I don't think Russ is soft. Pat Mahomes, no. Herbert, no. Dak, no. Hurts, no chance. Danny DeVito, no, of course not. He grew up in Southie. Um, Sam Howell, no. Goff? I don't no, think Goff. I like, don't think he's been in that situation. This I year. think Goff is more stereotypically soft because of, like, he looks like a blonde-headed California guy. But I've never really seen him have a soft moment, you know? Like, I've never been like, ah, oh, that guy should be playing, and he's not. No. Jordan uh, Love, no. Fields, no. Stafford, no. Baker. Baker's pretty tough, I think. Ritter, no. Nah, Stafford's had injuries his entire career and has played through them. Fields, no. Uh, I wouldn't say Fields, no. no. Uh, Bryce, I wouldn't say. Brock, I wouldn't say. Stafford. I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go Danny, with Trevor. D- Danny Dimes? Eh, I, mean, I mean, he has like a season-ending injury, and he runs a lot. I feel like if you run a well, lot, is, you're taking hits and soft. But didn't he have a torn ACL? No, I thought that they said that DeVito earned the right to keep playing I'm pretty sure he's torn ACL, but now you're making me. Yeah, he suffered okay. a torn ACL. He's after the year. I'm not going to say he's soft because he has a torn ACL. No, I also don't think running quarterbacks are soft. Like if you're running and you're taking hits, like Will Levis, you couldn't say Will Levis is soft. He's running through he's linebackers. I'm yeah, yeah, dumb. I would say dumb. Yeah, I think dumb and soft can sometimes like coexist. I'll go Trevor Lawrence. Richardson's not soft. Neither is Gardner Minshew. I think Trevor Lawrence is the answer. I can go with that. Any, any objection to Trevor no, Lawrence? I, I think I can go with that. Can Kaylin, that be yeah, the uh, can that be the killer bee's answer? Oh my goodness, this text board just lit up. Um, I think Wars' problem was not being soft. Who's Wars? No question. I don't no, know no who clue. Wars is. Seven one three two. Hey, Branham and Blank and George. <laughs> Will Levis is the second best rookie quarterback in the NFL this year. Gold football emoji, brown football emoji. Would you agree? Because I mean, the top rookie quarterback, CJ Stroud. Who is the second best rookie quarterback? Tommy DeVito. 
You think if you go on Danny DeVito over uh, Will no, Levis? I'm no, I'm not. But I think that would be the, the Janet Jackson answer. Tyson Bajent. Come on. Aiden it's, McConnell. It's Will Levis. It is Will Levis. Is it easily Will Levis? He, he did something that hadn't been done in 767 games. Coming back down 14 with three minutes left. Like, he hasn't been great, but he's better than Bryce. He's better than O'Connell. He's better than Jaron Allen. He's, he's number two. I think he's number two. He is number two because Bryce, two. maybe, and you, it's, I, I'll hear your argument that his offensive line has been horse bleep all year. I get it. But, I mean, smaller sample size, but Will Levis is taking control of his situation. He's making the most of the opportunity. He hasn't looked awful. Uh, I think he's played fairly well. I don't love the scheme for Levis. I just think the rookie class in general, aside from Stroud's, not good. No, it's not. Like Bryce Young's been a major disappointment. The coach has already been fired, and Bryce didn't get hurt. Bryce didn't get his coach fired. By the way, Stroud got his coach fired. If Stroud wasn't having a good season, I don't think Frank Reich's fired. If all of the rookies were playing poorly, I think Frank Reich still has a job. Richardson's hurt, so he's a, he's right. an incomplete. You can't include him. Devito's been a nice story. I don't think anybody's picking Devito over Levis. Uh, oh, like Aiden O'Connell was a nice story for a minute. He got shut out at home against Minnesota this past week. And the answer is Levis. Just, just like uh, um, DTR had 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 a, got got him a win. Stats weren't overwhelming. Then got hurt. Six four five three. Wonder how Richardson will be doing if he wasn't hurt. I think Richardson would be putting up huge numbers because I think that offense fits him so perfectly. Well, because it was tailor made for him. Tailor made for yep. him. That offense is like I, it. It it scares me a little bit. Not I think Jonathan Taylor made, but Taylor made for him. Shane Steichen can coach. His scheme is perfect for Anthony Richardson. Richardson's perfect for his scheme. Uh, I think Richardson's going to put up numbers. Uh, Wheatstraw says Lawrence made it seem like his leg exploded on the field and then played the next week. Yep, he sure did. Soft. Uh, Honeyglaze Branham says Herbert is out for the season with finger surgery. Uh, capital letters soft. It's on his right hand, though, right? Yeah. It's on his right hand. Yeah, you have to be able to throw a football. Yeah, you got to It's like quarterbacks with thumb injuries, and you're saying tough it out. Now, if, he, if it was his left hand, I would I would say Honeyglaze Branham's onto something. If, if, if my quarterback had a broken finger on his non-throwing hand and I'm in playoff contention and he didn't play through it, I would be very disappointed with Who my did quarterback. Who that in college where they just did, Was it college they did shotgun the rest of the season because of the thumb and they, they still played? I'm sure it's happened. The on the, on guys, the non-throwing hand? They're tough. You have an injury on your non-throwing hand, you should be playing football. Sorry, football is a tough, violent sport. Somebody said Ryan Tannehill. I think that's not a bad call. Tannehill used to play wide receiver at A&M, at though. A&M, yeah. So, like, eh. I mean, he's healthy. He got benched. It's different. He got benched after he got healthy. Yeah. He got benched and got healthy, and now he holds snaps whenever the punter gets hurt. Kyler Murray? Would you say Kyler Murray soft? No, Mentally. not really. Mentally, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair. I wouldn't call Murray soft either. Murray's one of the greatest athletes ever. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. He maybe. misses a lot of yeah, football. Maybe. Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a, that's a that's good a, answer. That's a good one. Jimmy Garoppolo might be the answer, actually. I might go Jimmy Garoppolo over my answer of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence might be like this season. Jimmy Garoppolo could be softest of all time. Here's the thing with Lawrence, though. Like, as as weak a look of it as it was, like, it looked like he needed his leg amputated. He looked like he was Monica Sellis at Wimbledon. As bad as it looked, he still played through an injury the next week. Like, his reaction to it was embarrassing. But he played the next week with an injury. So, like, yeah. that is, that's something you can say is a positive point for Trevor Lawrence. I Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good one. I'm gonna, I, I, you know what? I changed my answer. I concede to you, texter, Jimmy Garoppolo is my new answer. 
Is Lamar in consideration? You think Lamar's soft? Last year, remember now, because of the contract, he didn't play. And he sat out all that time, yeah, and then did. it cost him the playoffs. I think that was more of a ploy to negotiate. It doesn't matter, though. But softness? Uh, I don't know if that's softness okay, or well, just so negative it business. It's debate. a good question. I would say that that's more holding the team over the barrel than it has to do with him being soft. So a negotiation. Now, I don't agree with the notion of negotiation ploy. I don't like that at all. I think it's an awful look. If I was a Raven fan, I would not like that. But he is your best hope to win a Super Bowl. I'm going to go Jimmy Garoppolo. 3362 says Kyler is soft. I don't know if he's softer than Jimmy G, though. I think Kyler's soft mentally. I think he's tough. I mean, I'm strong, physically gifted because you've told me so. And to be that little and, like, take the hits that he takes and, like, keep on ticking. Uh, you're welcome. Jimmy G stays hurt. He does stay hurt. All right, 713-780-3776. Let's get in your uh, nominations for the car wreck of the day. Car wreck of the day, your nominations. Who should be our car wreck of the day today? 713-780-3776. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Speaking of Hollingsworth Law Firm, you already know it's the name that you need to know if you ever get into a car accident. Just program that in your mind. Condition yourself to think Hollingsworth Law Firm just in case I ever get into that car accident. Somebody might even ask you, hey, I was in a car accident today. Do you know anybody? Yeah, of course you know somebody. Hollingsworth Law We've been telling you about it for months. Uh, The best thing, too, you don't pay a single dime until you win. Hollingsworth Law Firm puts their money where their mouth's at. Look, you guys are smart people because you listen to the station every day, but you can also get smarter by being more prepared if you ever get in a car wreck. And you're never prepared when you get in a car wreck because you never think you're going to get into one. When you do, if you already know Hollingsworth Law Firm is the best at handling car wreck situations and the fact that you're not going to pay unless you win, that is fantastic because they're motivated. But on top of all that, when we talk about them, we tell you to put their phone number in your phone because now you're better prepared if you get into a car wreck because you have their number programmed. You call them immediately. They tell you all the do's, not to do's, and things that they're going to do to help you win. And they're in your corner every step of the way. That's where you feel the best because you're alienated when you're in an auto accident. What do I do first? Do I call the, the insurance company, the police department? How do I get through all this, and how do I make sure I don't get screwed over? You get in touch with the Hollingsworth Law Firm. You save the number in your phone, and you use it when you need it so that they're on your side. Yeah, the number Blankers is talking about, 713-999-8773. Write it down. Put it in your phone. Take whatever you do. Uh, and when they're in your corner fighting for you, you know they're fighting against these insurance companies that you want nothing to do with. I hate dealing with insurance companies. I wish I knew about Hollingsworth Law Firm when I've had to deal with these insurance companies because I would let the pro do it, not me. 713-999-8773. Consultation is free 713-999-8773 don't pay until you win carwrecktexas.com it's carwrecktexas.com